Every day I'm hustling, 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 every day I'm every day I'm every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. And welcome. You are listening to the Hustle Points NBA show. I am your favorite host who doesn't have an impromptu substitute for the phrase host right now, Rudy St. Clair, and joining me today, uh, more often than not these days, uh, Rusty Buckets. How, how you doing today, Jacob? How, how are we? Perfect. I opened up the last pod with a burp, so I figured... Right. <laughs> I cut out the burps on the Hoops cast, but... You're a lower quality show, so you keep the burps in. <laughs> so you say lower quality, I say less popular. <laughs> well, it's both of those things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're not they're definitely not mutually exclusive. It's just what I say. <laughs> you don't get to choose between the two. You can have both. <laughs> oh man. I'll tell you what, the uh the quality of this program, I swear to God, it's it's gonna come up. I mean it was supposed to like two months ago, but then it turns out I'm not moving to Nashville and I'm back in college, so <laughs> I had to kinda restructure my 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 goals and plans. <laughs> my life's kind of falling apart, but that's fine. Okay, this is kind <laughs> uh, of no, Yeah, I mean that's really my goal is just to make everyone sad all the time. But uh I I've built this little impromptu recording environment out of like just various pieces of furniture turned on their side. Like I'm sitting on a couch cushion on the ground with a comforter draped over a desk and a shelf, like to create like a small little isolated. I really don't think you have to worry that much about your sound quality, man. Oh no, I don't. I mean the the sixty to one hundred people that will hear this are are definitely not that deeply invested to where they're going to. Sixty to one hundred. So you've doubled notice. your audience since the last time. <laughs> yeah yeah the uh, the last two months of inactivity have a have yeah, really really been man. beneficial it's just like twitter you know when you stop tweeting is when you get the most followers because they're like oh this person won't annoy me on my timeline but little do they know that i'm just taking a break see i've never been able to be off twitter for more than three hours so i can't relate to that and i tweet a hundred times a day for me it's like once i come unplugged i'm unplugged for like good it feels like oh shit i gotta get plugged back in so like once i'm off twitter i'm off it for like three or four days at a time and it's like okay i gotta get back in the habit of getting on twitter and then as soon as i do i can't get off of it so all right well we did have a topic today and we're you were worried that it would take too long we're four minutes in if we've not even mentioned it so you're right you're right it, it, it might take too long but we're just going to blitz through it and make it shitty uh, in order to open up the opportunity to have a good opening four and a half minutes of banter. I have to go see Rise of Skywalker, unfortunately. So, Right. And my right. parents' house just sold, so they're like in panic mode because they have to go pick out a house to move into. So everything <laughs> is going insane right now. That's why I have 30 minutes less than I expected to because we have to go get food quickly instead of cooking a meal. Yeah, weird. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just dive right into this. We're going to be comparing our top 100 list that we made a couple months ago. Uh, a key difference between our lists, other than just the list themselves, obviously, is the methodology in which we made them. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's that. That's that's. I mean, you didn't put Mitchell Robinson in yours, so we'll, yeah, we'll get to like, that, okay? I, have a, I think Mitchell Robinson is high-key overrated, but that's fine. I mean, he's definitely a product of, like, the New York media machine, but he is actually very yes. good. But the, the key that. difference that probably left Mitchell Robinson off for you rather than for... I mean, if we're being honest, he's Lucas Nogueira plus fouls, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, he's been really That's good this year. That's not true at all. I'm joking, I'm joking. I love, I love tilting Knicks fans. <laughs> yeah, man. Those, uh, those sorts of like catchy player comparisons are always a really good way to get under people's skin. I, I think doing that and then like overloading fake trades is, is probably my favorite way to, to piss people off on regarding yeah, basketball man. online. You know, what's funny about that is, uh, what's his name? Fucking Jalen Rose said, uh, Laurie Markkinen would be the next Channing Fry, And honestly, the way the season's been going, Channing Fry would be a compliment. <laughs> yeah, oh he has he has he been have playing rings. better lately he has been playing better yeah. lately i'll give him that fortunately had a super like so start 40 percent from the field as a fucking big man so mm-hmm. damn shame for bulls fans right now but uh 
But yeah, our, our top 100s are different in that yours was much more in reference to where the 2018-19 season left off, whereas yeah, mine was more so in reference towards how I thought players would play. Yeah, and I, I, I kind of wish I'd done it that way because I would have put a few players higher. Like, starting at number 100, I have Fred Van Vliet, and I would have probably put him in, like, the 60s or 70s this year because I expected him, I think I even say it in my whole top 100 player video, that I expected him to average like 18 points a game this year. I don't. Ex- I didn't expect the seven assists. That's for damn sure. Because he didn't, hadn't shown signs of being that kind of playmaker. But the scoring, like it was just like the logical leap of Kawhi's gone. There's 15 to 18 shots available. Fred Van Vliet's gonna get like five of them. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean Fred Van Vliet is absolutely. Exceptional. I honestly didn't even know he was 25. I thought he was maybe a year or two older. So that's that's surprising to me. 18 a game is really nice, even though it's on 18 attempts. But, uh, I mean, the Raptors are still pretty good. I didn't put Fred Vlamvi on here because I didn't quite have the foresight that you did. But I did put him in my Tier 1 honorable mentions list with uh, right below Derek Rose, even though it's not really in order in that, uh, in that list there. Remember, I think I have Derek Rose in the 90s. That's rough. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you have him at 99. You got 100. I have Adam at like the spiritual 101. Uh, at 100, I have Mitchell Robinson. Uh, so that's what led me to bring him up immediately. Uh, so I put Bobby Portis at 99, and he's had probably the worst year of his career since his first two seasons. Arguably worse than his first two seasons. Uh, he got that money and he started playing like shit, although he decided to have... 28 points on like 9 for 11 shooting against the Bulls. I really appreciated that one. Um, but yeah, he's not. He's definitely not top 100. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think I put him on my list. Uh, at 99, I have uh, Jonas Valanciunas, who I think that's a pretty fair representation of how good he is. But honestly, his numbers yeah. are way better than he actually is. So my, might honestly be a little bit too high. I, I know you had him a little bit higher. Um, but I, I that's sort of under the X. Ex- uh, yeah, I don't remember exactly where either. I'm sure well, we'll figure it out <laughs> later on. So, <laughs> yeah, but uh, so, I had Ricky Rubio 98. See. So why'd you hate that so much? I still think that's pretty fair. Because I think that he's just a player where even if he isn't a supreme shooter, even though he's gotten a lot better as a, as a shooter as his career's I'd gone on, take him over he's not. Sexton, who I have later on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I would too. That's the thing. It's oh like he's a, a floor God. raiser. He's not gonna be the the fourth or or a third just, best player on a championship team. I just realized I put Marcus Smart in the nineties. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. He's a ninety-two. That's way too low. Like well, him, uh, Rubio, and uh, Danny Green are all floor raisers, and they're down here at the in the nineties for yeah, you. I, I just I don't see that. Fair for where Marcus Smart ended last year, and now he's like. In the 50s, maybe even 40s, depending on who you ask. Oh, you know, that's really funny you say that because I put him all the way up at, uh, let's see, 54. I have CP3 <laughs> in my predictive list, so I love that you say that. We'll, we'll get there eventually. Um, at 98, I had Kelly Oubre. Who did you have at 98? Uh, someone not nearly as sexy and as Derek Rose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would say on the pure prettiness scale Ubre definitely wins out um i had sex in at 97 uh i had danny green that's right that's right um i think danny green is a lot better than that honestly i had him at 74 I, predictively i think that's a little high but i don't just know such the, a good how defender. he played in the playoffs at times really th- kind of got me low on Danny Green because he had a lot of games where I was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? I gotcha. Yeah, I, I remember in your list you had Joe Harris like directly above him. I think that's yes. a fair comparison as far as quality of player, but like this style of play is just so different because they're both shooters, but Joe Harris is just lights out efficient and Danny Green is just good enough to be good enough, but also a great defender. Yeah. Uh, so 96, I had Thad Young. Yeah, yeah. So you had Joe Harris at ninety six. I had him at ninety five. Uh, I had Thad Young at ninety six. Who are you at ninety five? Uh, Justice Winslow. Let's see. Justice Winslow is pretty good. I have him at eighty seven. I think that's fair. Really? Uh, I'm. I've actually almost felt like he's a little overrated because, like, he 
like people are acting like he's like a star player. I think he can be like a decent point forward with great defense, like Evan Turner with a jump shot and defense. That's a good player, but like I don't know, people kind of overreacted to him going from almost having the bus label to being decent. Yeah, I think between that sort of turnaround and the and the narrative structure of his career from being a potential bus to being like probably pretty good leads to some overhype. My my sort of a yeah take on him is that there's probably an 80% chance that he develops to be probably the fifth or sixth best player on a championship team type of player but there's maybe a 20% chance that he develops to be like the fifth or fourth best. He's kind of like almost like a small forward Lamar Odom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a a fair way to to put it. Uh, Like like in the same way that... Yeah, probably. He's a he always seems to be like he's kind of forcing it just a little bit like it's not really his game, but he's he's implementing it into his game more and more. I think if he gets a tighter handle, he could breach that uh that level where people seem to be hyping him to. Um let's see that was 95 for you. Uh who's your 94? Uh Colin Sexton. I take that back. I think Colin Sexton's a fraud. <laughs> Uh, see, I just, I don't know anything about Colin Sexton because I only watched the Cavs at all of like the first quarter of last year when they were really bad and he was really bad. And so I was just like, LOL, Cleveland, and then sort of checked out. And then it turns decent... out he's a good defender or something. <laughs> he is a two guard who is unfortunately shorter than me. Uh, and he averages two minutes a game or two assists a game in like 30 minutes of play. And that's fucking horrible. As a point guard, like, good God. Uh, Darius Garland is also not much of a passer. Even though he's had a rough year, I expect him to be better than uh, Colin Sexton down the line. I would trade Colin Sexton if I was the Cavs, but maybe that's just yeah, He might me. be at peak value right now where he's super young. Yeah. Uh, I, I liked watching him against the Grizz. Uh, he just he seems I like mean, he, he knows how to play defense. Alabama, he knows how to score. college football team, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Man, I he was he had that one game in college. I uh, if I remember correctly, it was like a four on five situation just because three, of all the foul outs or some five. crap like that. Three on five. Yeah. Good God, that's nuts. Um at ninety four I had Bojan. Um he's doing much better this year, so I think you had him more appropriately rated in like the seventies or something like that. Um, what the fuck? I mean, I'm, next one. I figured he would go Smart, down. So I, I thought last year he was it. shooting out of his mind. Yeah, man. I mean, hey, we all make mistakes. <laughs> um, at uh, 93, I had a Baca Flock of Flame. Who'd you have? Marcus Smart. Oh, yeah, that's right. Serge Ibaka's a little bit boring. We all know about Serge Ibaka. Uh, I had Jeremy Grant at 92. What about you? That uh, Young. Did I not put? Yeah, Jeremy so we're pretty Grant close on that. Did I not put Jeremy Grant on this video? It's I possible. Hate, I don't think you did because I, I don't, would I don't hate remember myself. seeing him. He's one of my favorite players in the league. God damn it, Jacob! You I know he's idiot. super good, dude. I forget about players all the time too. When I first made this list, no, like the I went very, out of very, my very way. first draft, I went out of my way to make mm-hmm. sure I didn't forget players. Like I checked over all every NBA roster like five times, <laughs> and I still <laughs> miss Jeremy Grant. <laughs> My uh, the guy I forgot about was Landry Shamit. <laughs> I, I looked at That's all the rosters two or three times, and I, I was just like, "Oh, I Waluigi, wanted, yeah, haha, that I guy." Wanted so <laughs> I wanted so hard. I, wa- I tried so hard to avoid the "What about this player?" comment. Mm-hmm. Because it's just it's 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 just it's all minutia, you know. Um, that works. See, so I'll go with it. <laughs> I would say insignificant details are probably fair uh, fair description. Um. So that was 92 for me, Jeremy Grant. 92 for you. You had Marcus Smart. I had Gary Harris at 91. I know you have him way higher. Uh, Yeah, and he's been weird this year, but I have Marcus Morris. Yeah, that's probably fair. I have um the Morai collectively as an honorable mention in my I'd uh, probably put him tier higher. One. Because he's averaging 18 a game yeah. this year. That's inflated because yeah. who the fuck else is going to score on the Knicks, but still. Right. <laughs> the Knicks saw the the Sixers going with a four power forward, one combo guard lineup, and said, "All right, we need more power forwards." Um, at ninety, I have Cal Kuzma. I'm pretty sure you're pretty close to me on on the Kuzma uh, yeah, like vibe, seven or something. But I had Patrick Beverly yeah. at uh, ninety. And see, this is this is a a spot where I think it's it's really funny how how strongly we disagree because I think the difference is that 
I believe <laughs> Patrick Beverly. I don't think you do. <laughs> I don't believe him as I think much. He... I definitely, I'm definitely not one of those fucking idiots that say he's a bad defender and he's just tricking people. Uh, maybe you, fans would have felt that way, but a team would not have given him 15 million a year if the, if he, because teams would notice that shit. Teams can tell the difference between that. You know how I know that? Because when I tried out for my fucking high school team, that coach could tell the difference between me and someone who is actually a good defender and someone who actually hustled. Because I would just act like it. Like, oh, I'll just fall on the floor. Maybe they'll think that I actually give a fuck. Like, all I want to do is shoot three-pointers, man. Why you got to fucking make me fall on the ground? Fucking play defense. Defense is boring as fuck. Yeah, defense is for chumps. Well, no, it's it's not it's not boring watching a good defender defend, but playing defense is like ugh. And you know when you have no nah. stamina like I do, it's fucking exhausting. Save that stamina for offense, baby. Yeah, I I, uh, I save all my stamina for for never. I just don't have it. It's impossible for me to save. Yeah, for you it. to In dominate all on the offensive end, like I know you do. I don't dominate. I have no stamina. Moving on. <laughs> um. A number 89, I have Shea Gildas Alexander. <laughs> what about you? Uh, one second. What, 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 fucking, what was it? Uh, Eric Bledsoe, who I honestly didn't even want to put on this list. I put Eric Bledsoe on this list because I didn't want people in the comments saying, what about Eric Bledsoe? I am very much of the opinion that the Milwaukee Bucks would just straight up be better off without Eric Bledsoe. I don't think he fits in there. I don't think he's really that good of a player. He cannot shoot to save his fucking life. Good defender. Uh, disappears in the playoffs. That's it. But here he is on this fucking list because some people think he's good. I completely gave in to what people would say on that one. Because I think I only said negative things in this video about Eric Bledsoe. I said, Eric Bledsoe's 89. He fucking sucks. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I think you called him Lonzo with more touches. And I thought that was at least funny. Maybe okay, not the me, most fair, but very let funny. Let me play it out. I want to play this audio see if I said that because that's funny. Yep. You can cut this. I just want to know. Oh, no. No, it's it's <laughs> it's bonus content. <laughs> People at home love this shit. <laughs> I really said Lonzo Ball with more touches. I mean, I still agree with that. Next, next at 88, we have a player that you didn't even put on your fucking list. Now, I think <laughs> he's been an all-star this year, but I didn't leave him out of my top 100. I should have put him higher for projections, but damn. No Bam out of bio. Yeah, on, I fucked that up big time. It was a t coin flip between Mitchell Robinson and Bam Abadayo. Abadayo, Agagago, Avocado. He has Whiteside at fifty something. By the way. Hey, I just okay. My idea was no, that like, we'll talk okay, about it when Bam we get to get it. We'll talk about it when we get to it. And Hassan would get uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. Why the fuck I, would Bam get just... comfortable? He hasn't had a chance because he has a starting spot. <laughs> Because he got it. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Have you seen it, that it guy's arms? Take. He's very clearly a hard worker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, th uh, this time next year, I'm going to be talking about him being a top 50 player easily for sure. I love Ben. Uh, Every time I watch him, right it's now. like, he's nuts. Yeah, he's he's nuts. Um, at 88, I had Brandon Ingram. Um, I felt like this was really fair at the time, and now I feel like it's still fair in the context of he's putting up really great numbers on a really bad team with no other options <laughs> you know i think the kevin o'connor take of brandon ingram is better than ben simmons is still fucking stupid as shit and we'll get to that when we get to ben simmons yeah but i think brandon ingram at 88 is a little low but still as fair. negative as i have been about uh as negative as i have been about ben simmons uh, i don't think that one's fair I agree with you that Brandon Ingram kind of has inflated numbers. They're going to go down as soon as Zion's there. But uh, I definitely think the difference isn't nearly as big as people have made it out to be. And I also think that yeah. I think we're, it's a little unfair to Ben Simmons because I don't think he's a good fit in Philly. But at the same time, he he's had that bad fit his entire career and he still hasn't seemed to improve at all. So. Well, we'll get yeah. to Ben Simmons when we get to Ben Simmons. Um, at 87, I have Justice Winslow. Uh, who's your 87? Justice Winslow. 
Yeah, that's. I just read it. You know, I, I was like, I know it says justice, but I'm gonna read it. <laughs> I had my boy, who I could not have been more correct about, Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> oh man, the amount yeah. of Lakers fans that came at, came at my neck for saying the dude was overrated. Now he's averaging like 11 points on 40 percent shooting. Oh, yeah, dude, man. Kuzma's a joke. I I think Kuzma is not only overrated, but I think that like he's peaked. <laughs> Like I, I think that we've seen prime Kuzma. Yeah, he, I mean, I agree with that. He came into the but... league already skilled with lots of experience. He, he was like 23 when he got drafted for some fucking shit like that. I'm exaggerating slightly, I think, but he was old as fuck for sure. And I just that's because I think he was a senior, probably 22. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, kind of sucks. That sucks for Lakers fans. But you got Anthony Davis and LeBron, so you can't really cry about it. <laughs> yeah, I might leave him off this list if I could redo it now. I would for you know? sure. Are you kidding me? I um, like dog shit. <laughs> yeah. Another guy I would probably leave off this list, unfortunately, who I was dead wrong about at uh, 86 is Lonzo. Um, he's done really bad this What's year. What's weird is because he can't, like the first <laughs> I, uh, like five games, he looked like he was like having a resurgence and then it just went right back down to reality. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I don't know what to think about Lonzo, man. I, I don't think we'll really see who he is until his second contract. I, I think he's still got a lot to figure out. Uh, he could still be a he's good like defender, but he Green hasn't really been that this year. Draymond Green doesn't really work unless he's a, you know, a four. Yeah, and that and that's if it's like Draymond Green was nowhere near as good as he is. Um, at eighty-five, I have Jeremy Lamb, uh, who I think is still appropriately placed. Let me bring up some Jeremy Lamb numbers. I don't think I've checked all year. <laughs> uh, he's averaging like 15 points, but he's not hitting his threes. He's at like 30%. I know this because I talked about the Pacers recently. Classic Jeremy Lamb. <laughs> yeah, so last year he hit 35, the year before 37, but the year before that and before then was 28 and 31. So this is this is in his wheelhouse right about to... Right about where what know, we should expect. He always seems like he should be a shooter, but he's really just like okay at it. Mm-hmm. He's like KCP if KCP was good. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got Derek Favors at eighty four for me. Um, honestly, can't Valentunas. say I know what he's doing this year. He's been fine. Yeah, Valanciunas and, and Derek, Derek Favors, Favors are probably, is like probably the players. least thought Let's about see. player. Eight and nine, two assists. Oh yeah, he's that's what I said in my video. He's the most forgettable player in the NBA. He's been in the league for fucking ever. Played for one, two, three and teams now. Yeah, he's still now. only twenty seven. And, and I don't, I don't think anyone cares. Mm-hmm. Right, he came to the league when he was nineteen. <laughs> he's a this uh, it's it's like Tobias Harris who's actually still Do you sneaky, know like twenty six. That is because... unlike George Hill who is not sneaky twenty nine. Because <laughs> dude, fucking, he he is twenty seven years old and he was traded for. Superstar Deron Williams. Think about that. <laughs> oh, holy shit! I'm taking me back, man. Deron Williams was the shit for a couple of years, man. Like he was like, man, he might be the best point guard in the league next to Chris Paul. Uh, that's hilarious. For for a long time, yeah. Uh, I got D'Lo at eighty three. I know you got him in the twenties, so this this could either holy last forever or be very short. I don't think I have him at the twenties. I think I have him at the thirties. In like the mid, yeah, something, something like that. I had Jarrett yeah. Allen. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. See, I like I like where you have Jarrett Allen, but I don't like that you have him below DeAndre. But I regret not having. Did I DeAndre. have him below DeAndre? Yeah, I he... I... Fuck. Mm-hmm. You got DeAndre at like eighty-two. DeAndre is worse. <laughs> Why did I put? <laughs> I guess I came to that opinion after the. Fight. I think I think it's because the 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 idea was that Jared Allen would be coming off the bench when after DeAndre signed that. for so much money in the that. summer. I, th- I figured they'd split about yeah. the same amount of minutes. That sucks. Yeah. Well, uh, at eighty two, you got uh, DeAndre. I got Dinwiddie. Uh, I love Dinwiddie at eighty two. I think that's like right where he should be. Uh, he, he's exceptional. I think people need to know more about Spencer Dinwiddie. I think you got him pretty close to 82 as well. Who? Um, Dinwiddie? Dinwiddie? No, I had, uh, I'm not, yeah. not sure where I have him. Oh, yeah, I do. I have him at like 80 or like 79 or something. But I have, uh, and I'm literally just like scrolling through this video and waiting until I see whichever NBA yeah, picture. Yeah, I was about to say, we should probably inform <laughs> the, <laughs> we, we need to inform the viewers at home as, as of exactly how you're getting your list and how I'm getting I, mine. I, I'm reading I mine, wrote mine down, and you're watching your video as we go. Document, so I'm just like scrolling through <laughs> this 45 minute video and waiting until an image of the next player pops up. But 
Uh, I have Harrison yeah. Barnes. Yeah, so if it appears Rusty doesn't know, it's because he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I have Harrison Barnes. And then I have uh, DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, I left Harrison Barnes off in, uh, in my uh, honorable mention section. I think uh, I think he's okay at best. He's definitely uh, I got Eric 100. Gordon at 81. He's definitely more than okay yeah, at I'm best. Barely. Come on, man. I don't know why people shit on Harrison Barnes. I mean, he he's a 16-point-per-game scorer and a good defender. That's a valuable player to have on your team. All right, all right. I guess I missed the memo on defense. I've always gotten the memo that he's like passable to okay on defense, well, and, when he started and then his, his scoring comes and goes. Defense. Now he's more, he's a little bit above average. But yeah, honestly, honestly, there are so many games. players the in this fucking league that are horrible at defense, and having a guy who's average is like good. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Defense is interesting because I think it's probably worth about half as much in terms of like weight when you value things in, in, in basketball, but it's also like a hyper rare skill, so it almost balances itself back out. Yeah. Let's see. At 81, I got Eric Gordon. Um, do you say who you had at 81 already? Yeah, it's DeAndre Jordan. That's what that's right. All right. At 80, I got Jalen Brown. Then I, yeah, at 80, I had a guy that triggered Lakers fans, and in my whole video about Kuzma, I brought this name up, and that was TJ Warren. I think, realistically, Kyle <laughs> Kuzma is a TJ Warren type of dude. And, you know, the thing mm-hmm. about this, Lakers fans, if you're listening to this, uh, you've all probably blocked me on every platform by now, but uh, <laughs> TJ, <laughs> getting a TJ Warren value player at, like, pick 26 is a great draft pick. It's still a good selection, but it's just not an all a superstar in the making. Like, it's fine. Why you got to be so fucking butthurt about a good draft pick? I don't know, man. Whatever. Yeah. And just uh, for perspective, Lakers fans, uh, TJ Warren this year is... Uh, Averaging seventeen and a half, three and a half, and one assist. He's he's the king of averaging exactly Look one at assist. That three point percentage. And uh, he, sh- yeah, it's it's a uh, it's gone down a bit this year. But Wait, uh, has it's, it? It's last time I checked, it was like thirty eight percent. Yeah, it's thirty eight. But last year it was freaking forty three. Yeah, I think that was a little. Yeah, I mean that's sample season. size bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Phoenix did literally just like sell him for a few million dollars and a and a draft pick. Why is Dick Mountain trending Ooh, on Twitter? I don't know. We'll, we'll is that a person? Is or is it just? Am I supposed to know who no. that is? Dick <laughs> Mountain. Was Dick Mountain? <laughs> Let's see. We we cut to a short break to figure out what's trending on Twitter while we're while we're recording this. Yeah, Dick Mountain, MLB trending. Baseball's boring. I saw a Dick Mountain trending and thought something happened to Betty baseball's White. Baseball's boring. All right, I don't get that. I'm going away. What the fuck yeah, baseball is that sucks. Worst sport by far. What? Yeah, I don't know what Betty White and Dick Mountain have to do with each other, but I'm I'm moving on from it and gonna learn later on. Uh, let's see. So I think uh, T.J. Warren and Jalen Brown probably comparable levels of players, except for that Jalen Brown's an excellent defender. So I probably project him a little bit low here because he, he's having a fine and good season. Yeah, I'm really uh, happy. 79, I have Aaron I'm Gordon. I'm really happy for Jalen Brown. I have Spencer Dinwiddie. And then I have yeah, a so guy we're, we're pretty close. who has been disappointing with Derek White. He's pretty much just had the same season mm-hmm. he had last year. At 78. Year. Did you have him in your top yeah. 100? I'm pretty happy I left him off. Uh, was he in your honorable mentions? I put him in the, in the honorable mentions next to DiGiorno Murray. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno Murray. Yeah, I got it. You didn't have to elaborate. <laughs> right, right. No, I, that's that's my thing. I love to kill my own jokes. Um, let's see. At 78, I have Jarrett Allen, uh, who I, I would definitely think is more fairly rated at 78 than than uh, than Derek White. At 77, I have Kevin Love, and this was sort of like a fuck it selection for me because I just did not know what to expect from Kevin Love this year in the slightest. Yeah, I, can, I, can <laughs> I don't know what that. Kevin Love's value is. I can relate to that. Like, I could have put him anywhere from 77 to 33. You know, it's just I have no fucking clue. <laughs> yeah, I have, He's a really great player on a really bad team. Josh Richardson, and I definitely would probably swap him out for, like, Danny Green because... I, yeah, Danny Green's mm-hmm. better than Josh Richardson. I don't know what I was thinking with that one. I should have felt that way back then. Yeah. 
I think Josh Richardson's actually kind of overrated. Like, he averaged 15 points on, like, 40% shooting, and people acted like he was a superstar. I don't know what that was. It's probably because Miami, Miami Heat fans are, like, fucking, we, like, Lakers fans almost, where they way overreact to their young talent. Yeah. They're they're the smallest big market team, the way I see it. Like, I, I, I see it as New York, L.A., Chicago, Miami, in that order. <sighs> maybe, maybe... Uh, Wait, what did you say? You're trying to fight? I, I like the in terms of like the four big Marcus cities. <laughs> oh come on, you can't act like Chicago is bigger than New York and L.A. <laughs> oh no, I thought I, I'm confused um, about what you said. I thought you were shitting on Bulls fans. I'm like, well, I, yes, I agree, but it no. sounds like you're doing a backhanded insult at me. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to to subtly imply that Bulls fans are in the same pool of big market fans as the other three uh, big markets. But uh, I mean, yeah, the hey, Bulls, they got a little Bulls bit of that in the opposite, mm-hmm. where they treat their young players like shit. <laughs> it's it's a different big market complex, but it is a big market yeah, Lakers complex. Lakers fans only do that after they get traded, <laughs> right? It's like, man, I'm glad we got rid of Brandon Ingram. Those 27 points a game are fake, <laughs> but when he was scoring 16 for us, they were real. <laughs> um, at a 76, I got Rubio. What you got? Uh, Derek Favors. Derek Favors. All right, that's two guys you've already talked about. 75. I got John Collins, and Mojo seemed pretty upset with me for putting him that low, but I still think that's yeah, kind of fair. I agree with Mojo. Ah, man, I just – I got to see him play defense uh, more than just in April. He's actually – actually, in the, like, three games that he played this year, he was playing great defense. All right, word. So, if he sustains that, then he'll definitely uh, continue to improve and deserve closer to your ranking than to mine. Uh, I actually – after maintaining the opinion that Larry Markkinen is better than John Collins for very long, I actually put John Collins him over him in this list. And Mo- Mojo did not even notice after we had a long argument about it. <laughs> Typical Mojo, man. Typical. We should uh, anyways, chastise him. Uh, next, next, I had J.J. Redick. We, we could call him oh. a cuck on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we called him a cuck on, called you a cuck on ours, so... Yeah. And he's not fucking here. So oh, yeah, he that's perfect. Yeah. Mojo, you're a damn cuck. All right. That, that's all that. Hey, okay, that's a little aggressive. Yeah, sorry. It's, I have a lot of pent up things. Um, I think JJ is way too high. I, I think he has a very valuable skill, but everything else is just really bad. It, it's He's sort of like a like like a D-plus okay, Steph Curry defense... type of effect, you know, where it's like a gravitational shooter's pull, except he doesn't do anything else except for make crazy jump shots. His defensive problems are overblown, though. Yeah, they're definitely overblown. And when he was um like going to the Clippers, uh, fresh from the Magic, he did a lot to add to his game in terms of defense and playmaking. And he is that's like really what sustained his career beyond his incredible shooting. Uh, but he's sort of lost those things now with with age, and he's sort of regressed to Orlando grade JJ Redick, who's a fine and good player, uh, warrants at least an honorable mention. But I wouldn't put him on the top one hundred because of his uh his shortcomings. Uh, at 74, I got Danny Green. Uh, was that your J.J. Redick at 74? Or was that at I'm 75? I'm not sure because I don't yeah. have numbers on the screen. <laughs> You're going to have to guide the numbers. All right, all right, all right. Um, <laughs> So let's say that was your 75. Who do you have at 74 after J.J. Redick? P.J. Tuckin. P.J. Tuckin. Tuck it. <laughs> whatever, that, whatever that fucking shitty Spider-Man meme is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we're we're pretty close on him. I originally had him roughly in this range until Kevin Durant tweeted uh, that he's the best defender in the league with his hack and ass, quote unquote, and I b- bumped him up like 15 spots. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I value PJ Tucker so much. Like I've said before that I think PJ Tucker is just as good as Draymond Green, and that's not because I think Draymond Green's bad. It's because I think Paige, PJ Tucker is just that fucking good. What he lacks in off, what he lacks in playmaking offensively, he makes up for well with being able to space the floor at an elite level. Now you could say like, oh, well, he's not that great at shooting outside of the corners. Well, when the fuck is he not standing in the corner? Have you ever seen PJ Tucker not in the corner? What does it matter if he shoots 45% from the corners and he shoots 45% from three because that's all the threes he's taken? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, man. P.J. Tucker, PJ Tucker is uh, perfect for exactly where he is. I, I like him a lot, and the, the defense helps. I love elite defense. It's a, definitely something that will yeah, bump that you way said, up on my, on my list if you play elite defense. That being said, he is 34 years old, and Mike D'Antoni is playing him 37 minutes a game. Yeah, he's going to be dead before he's 40. <laughs> His knees will be well, dust. I'm, he's going to be dead before the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like actually clinically dead. <laughs> oh Jesus! All right. <laughs> no, I'm I'm sorry, so PJ Tucker. I. I don't I don't wish you dead. Um, at seventy clearly Daryl. Yeah, clearly, at se- uh, <laughs> at, Tony does. At seventy three, I have Karis Levert. Uh, I know you got him a little bit higher than me. Who's your seventy three? Uh, Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez. Oh yeah, that's funny. We got him like either one or two slots away from each other. Uh, at seventy two, I got Triple J. You got him way higher. I got Brooke Lopez at 71. Yes. Who's you're your 72? A, you're a Grizzlies fan, and you couldn't even value Jaron Jackson Jr. properly. Okay, okay. Now, I, I'm actually curious, how has he done this year? Because he had a really slow start, but he's also had like a 40-point game recently, mm-hmm. if I'm uh, not mistaken. He's maintained uh, his level of play Ooh! all the way around Dude. and improved in other areas. Yes. 17 points per game. Oh, my God. How is he grabbing 4.6 rebounds, dude? <laughs> he, um, he, he, I don't know. He just doesn't know how to rebound, man. You fucking watch him, and it's just like he's just not in How the is right he position. only playing 27 minutes? Fouls, dude. I guess he, the, I, he know, fouls. I know the foul thing, but at the same time, like he's only averaging four, so let him get to five. Fuck it. He needs to be playing 30 <laughs> minutes a game. No, I mean, at we're least. doing pretty good at letting him play. I, we're doing way better per, at letting him play than last year. I'm so thankful that Taylor Jenkins is an adept coach. For 36, he's putting up 23 points per game. Like the dude is a scorer. Yeah. And then he's also potentially the greatest defender of all time down the line, in my opinion. So. Yeah, I mean his his instincts. Because I've are- said like, I said like Jaron Jackson Jr. is like if Draymond Green and Rudy Gobert had a child, and that's <laughs> the greatest defender ever if that exists. And I think Jaron is the closest thing to that existing. Yeah, and that's absolutely fair. Here's the big big thing with his game this year, is that he's gone from proving he's capable of making threes with the abysmal usage from John Blair Bickerstaff, like we've uh, talked about when uh, before you made your Jaron Jackson uh, video. Uh, John Blair Bickerstaff is just fucking awful. Never ran a good offense for him. Taylor Jenkins... You know, talked in the preseason about pace and space, and people uh, like me and Keith at Fastbreak uh, definitely complained about that just being generic nonsense that coaches just say. But we actually are running pace and space ball, and he's taking 6.23s a game this year and shooting uh, 39.8%. Uh, just so, round up, dude. Yeah, 40%. I know. I, sh- I should have just said 40%, and I should have just said six yeah, and it, attempts. Yeah, it makes it sound better, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, 40% from three is the benchmark of a good shooter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but see, I'm a Grizzlies fan, so I got to, like, hedge my bias as downwardly as much as possible to oh, just no, compensate. Oh, fuck that, dude. Lean into it. See, I just, I'm more about overcorrecting. <laughs> dude, see, see Red Fred on Twitter might be the most biased human being that I've ever seen, but it's awesome. <laughs> he's like the definition of a homer but it's hilarious and also he still gives pretty decent analysis yeah i don't know i i i people can say differently i don't give a fuck i'm very objective about my team <laughs> i don't give a shit see i'm of i'm a i'm of the school of thought that objectivity is not accessible <laughs> but uh you know. i am not I think the only player in probably the fran- history of the bulls franchise that i have overrated is Paul Zipser, who is not in the league anymore, and I thought could be the next Chandler Parsons. <laughs> they all look alike. Here's what, the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. He deserves a, another chance because he was all right. We just let him go, and people just gave up on him. Like he was a good shooter. He had size. He could play both forward positions. Like he could be the thirteenth man on a bad team, not Chandler Parsons, but. <laughs> Let's see. What's he doing right now? Somewhere overseas, surely. Yeah, something like that. He's from Germany, I believe. That's how you get a name like fucking Zipser. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I can't find anything about him playing overseas on the first page of Google results, so I give up. Um, let's see. I think you're going to find Paul Zipser on Google. That man might as well not exist. <laughs> I don't even think he's verified on Twitter. Oh, well, no. 
All right, well, uh, how much longer until your movie time? <laughs> uh, 22 minutes, and we're like in the 80s, yeah. 70s. Yeah, so let's blitz through this. Uh, 71, yeah. I had Brooke Lopez. We're pretty close on that. He's like a perfect modern center. Marcus Gasol. Yeah, you're way too long, Marcus Gasol. Uh, if we had like a flipped no, Marcus Gasol rating, then it might be appropriate. But Marcus Gasol is, you know, he was just partying and playing all summer. You know, he's gonna shoot shoot a little bit worse in November. Uh, but <laughs> otherwise, he's still putting up the same numbers and is still an exceptional defender when it counts. Uh, I have him in like the fifties. Uh, at seventy, I, I have don't Tatum. Him that much. That's funny. I or it's not funny because I have him after that. But I have uh, what's his fucking name? Paul Millsap. Mm, yeah, I got him. I got him like I think uh, ten or twenty spots ahead of you. <laughs> and I have Jalen Brown. Mm. Yeah, see, Jalen Brown having a better year <clears throat> than Jason Tatum is a bold prediction and might be fair. Let's I don't see. know what's he. Sh- what's his field goal percentage now? Because it was like thirty nine percent to start. Let's see, Jason he had Tatum a right now in game the other day. Yeah, thirty nine point. <laughs> his Jason Tatum's field goal percentage right now is four twenty. So that's perfect. Definitely getting high Hell after this. Hell yeah, bro. Yep. Smoke then, weed every day. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> um, and then Jalen Brown's <laughs> is 50%. <laughs> um, That's right. Yeah, he's scoring uh, like two points less at, a game. What's the true shooting percentage? Let's see. Let me just actually go to the, the fucking import, player comparison tool. That's the important tool. metric. Yeah. Let's see. Jalen. Uh, okay. Uh, 53% Tatum. for Tatum. And then... Sorry if you hear my trackpad, uh, you and viewers Jesus at home. <laughs> I never heard someone so poor. Oh my god! Okay. Hey man, this this is a uh, this is a nice laptop. Okay, <laughs> this is a real shit. nice laptop. No, no nice laptop has a trackpad, dude. So every laptop has a fucking trackpad. What are you talking? Oh, about? I was thinking, I was thinking of that little red thing. No, you know that little red thing on the on the shitty yeah, laptops. Yeah, like the little track. Little, okay, like the, yeah, like the trackpads track the. the yeah, that's what I thought you meant. <laughs> I don't know computers, man. I spent I spent almost three thousand dollars on a computer I know nothing about. But Jalen Brown has a sixty percent true shooting percentage. Yeah, so Jalen Brown's better. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what your ratings just came I away thought... with, right? Because you had um, you had Tatum at like earlier. Maybe, maybe I'm getting confused. We'll see if Tatum comes up later. We're losing track of time. No, We're Tatum's at... after after. Oh, okay. After. Well, I wish we both predicted Next that Jalen had... would be better than Tatum because that would have been bold and cool, but we both failed in that regard. Next, I, I had OPJ. Oh, dude. Yeah. So at 69, you had um, you had uh, Otto Porter Jr. I had Otto Porter Jr. at 68, uh, but I had Randall at 69. So Otto Porter Jr. is excellent. Mm. We've both talked about him extensively. Elite glue guy. Super Hasn't long. Been excellent this year, but that's fine. Yeah. He'll bounce back. I have Gary Harris, and I would definitely put him a few spots lower. Yeah, I, I might even put him like shit, like ninety-eight. Yeah, I mean that's shit, that's rough. That's roughly where I had him at ninety-one, uh, and I wrote down when I was taking notes earlier that having him at sixty-seven or sixty-eight, wherever he is for you, is a little bit too high for me. But you're gonna say that Pat Bev is too high at sixty-seven for me. So yes, he you're is. also gonna say that about Bledsoe at sixty-six. Uh, who's oh, your 66? Rudy, you disappoint me. I have Montrezel Harrell. Mm, yes, I like yeah, to say I have the Zell part because it's a cooler name. Yeah, dude. The fucking L at the end being silent is very strange to me. <laughs> Montrezel is cooler than Montrez. Yeah. Montrezel, you sound like an alien. And also, like, the L being a whole letter just on its own that is its own whole syllable, like, that's badass. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the shorthand name is shorter because it's missing one letter that's crazy um but yeah Bledsoe Montrez definitely a, a wide gap in talent there so it's it's unfortunate that we have him in the same spot I wish I had Bledsoe a little bit lower and I wish I had Montrez a little bit higher and he's probably one of the best pick and roll big men in the league right now definitely the second Montrez. best in the LA he's so fun dude and I wish I had made a take on Montrez because Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes you see a dude and you're like, that guy could be something, but like nobody knows them. And like, you can't make a video on why Montrez Harrell, the fucking second round pick on the Houston Rockets, could be decent. <laughs> so <laughs> you don't do it. But like, when I saw him in Houston in the limited time that he played, I'm like, this guy is like pretty fucking good. He knows how to he knows how to get the ball in the basket. Yeah, I but love yeah. a high energy guy, especially one who's like an undersized yes, big. I'm, I a, do that's too. A, I'm a sucker Joe for that Kim guy. No, I'm a fucking Bulls fan. I'd I'd have to 
it'd have to be hard not to. Taj Gibson. Yeah, bring him back. <laughs> uh, so sixty-six. Uh, bring plus... back Taj. <laughs> uh, sixty-five. I got Brogdon. Ooh, that's rough. I had Eric Gordon. Mm, yeah. So I mean, you're a lot higher on Gordon than me. Uh, I had him at like eighty. Uh, Brogdon. He averaged good. twenty points per game in the playoffs versus the Warriors. He's yeah. a pretty damn good player. Yeah, as soon as I was watching your video and you said that, I was like, yeah, it's kind of dumb of me to predict that he would slump. Uh, but Brogdon's doing really well, good, just like you so said. So. Has, but he always bounces back. That's the thing. He'll have a slump, but then he'll catch fire. That's the beauty of it. That's that's why you love a hot shooter, a streaky shooter. Sure, the no. downs are shitty, but the hot. You only like love a hot shooter. Highs. You only love a hot shooter when they're hot. You don't <laughs> love them any other time. Yeah, I can tell you that with fucking Nikola Mirotic. Jesus. regarding <laughs> J.R. Smith. Um, 64, I have Millsap. Uh, who's your 64? Clint Capella. Clint Capella. Let's see. I, I got him in like the mid, in like the low 40s. Uh, that's probably an appropriate range. Uh, 63, I have Montrez. Who do you have? I have Domantes Salbonis. Ah, uh, see, I got him at 60, just two slots ahead. I got him ahead of Aiton yeah, and Jay Rich. Yeah, he's playing on a borderline all-star level, too, this year. Yeah, man. I have a, I got some people close to me who are way smarter about basketball than me who say that DeMontis Sabanis is a fucking fraud, but I think that's, like, their dumbest take, and they, they need to fucking <laughs> learn up. Dude, he's very clearly skilled in the paint. Right. Like, I've never seen... I ha- You don't really see a lot of players who are as zen as that dude is in the paint. He like, reminds he me a lot of Al Jefferson. Yeah, but well, that's not a great comparison. <laughs> I mean, shit. I mean, Al Jefferson was an all star, but he's like a fucking T Rex. He's a relic of the past. Yeah, a uh, modern Al Jefferson. Let's say that <laughs> a, a guy who's willing to lie yeah, over like, the off season and say he's going to start shooting threes. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who it is that he reminds me of because, like, he's a really traditional big man, but he's also still agile. I mean, weird. is it David Lee because they're both white? No. All right. No. All right. At, uh, he looks nothing like David Lee, you racist. They all look alike. Uh, wow. 60... <laughs> I wish I looked alike. I'd probably be a lot better if I looked like the average white dude. I mean, you look like Tomas Sadoransky. <laughs> Everyone knows that. I'm fine with that. That's like the nicest thing that I've gotten because people have said I look like autistic fucking Colin Hanks. The, the nicest thing I gotten was a surprising number of Tinder matches in the first week of downloading the app. Then I deleted it. <laughs> I'm lying. I didn't delete it. Your face um, is a circle, dude. I know, man. I, I have my <laughs> my jawline is retruded behind my nose. <laughs> That's just not how that works. It's not. But I'm constantly choking on. on my tongue. Uh, eight and at sixty-two. It's kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your sixty-two? Uh, uh, Brandon Ingram. Yeah, like I said, you're way more on the money about Brandon Ingram than me. But we're in the right range, I would say. Um, uh, I got Jay Rich at 61, probably a little bit high. But I think, for me, my justification putting him at 61 wasn't so much in performance relative to his own career or relative to his ho- his uh, the whole league, per se. I was thinking more so grading it on a scale of like how well he's fitting into his role. And as the fourth or fifth best player on that team, he is definitely, definitely, definitely excelling in that role. <laughs> like it's it's goes. From... I'm very sorry, but I did not hear what player you said. <laughs> J- Josh Richardson. I think I you said just Jason. listed out all that stuff, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy talking about? No, Josh. Josh Richardson. I think as as a the only guard yeah. on the Sixers roster, I think he's exceptional. I, I think like the moments where he can bear the whole. Uh, burden on offense once in a while Is on he Miami. Really the only guard. I mean, fucking no, basically. Fercon Corkmaz, I think, is a two, and he's been good. He's like a six foot nine, slow, giant footed two. <laughs> he's a fucking okay. stretch four or five years ago for sure. Um, he's no, he's not. Fercon Corkmaz is like six six, six seven. Yeah, whatever. He's slow. Um, Next, I have Steven Adams. Yeah, and I got Steven Adams all the way up well, to 45. Slow, That's way too high. I'm not a guard. <laughs> um, I got Sabonis at 60. 
uh, where you have Sabonis. Yeah, Sabonis, Sabonis. Excuse me. I'm just reading the words. Punch man. yourself. Punch yourself in the dick right now. That sounds like a disease that you would get if you <laughs> swam in the wrong lake in the Amazon. I got a bad case of Demontis Sabonis pleitis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I had I had a Larry Markinen next. That's uh, I should have had Larry Markinen here at 59. I had PJ uh, Tucker. Um, like I said earlier, um, Laurie Markkinen at, at, at that spot is a lot more appropriate than where I have him in the mid thirties. Cause I thought he would just explode this year. I had Did not Jason Tatum all. next. Oh God. All right. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I had Hassan Weiss. Dude, Jason Tatum has been better this year. No, than I know he's year. been better. I'm here but... going bearing for the fucking unloading that I'm about to have put on me. And he, he's, you know, he's shooting seven threes a game. He's still shooting too many mid-range shots, but it's not as bad. The problem with him, though, is he has not been able to finish at the basket to save his fucking life. Have you yeah. seen how bad that is? I haven't, but I'm sure actually, the Kobe lessons over last year make him forget. I mean, he basically spent all last year not better. finishing at the basket and pulling up instead, so whatever. From uh, zero to three feet, the league average is 65%. He shoots 43%. Or no, Dude. sorry, 55%. Okay, still, that's still absurdly <laughs> Let's look low. at three to ten feet. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking nuts, dude. I mean, I feel like that should so just bounce back. He's shooting 10% below league average. But like to start the year, for like the first like 15 games, he was shooting like in the 40s. Is bad. Yeah, that's fucking like, nuts. Not the high 40s. <sighs> My 58 is Whiteside. I just thought he would contract year the fuck out and be the best big man <sighs> in Portland by far and away. <laughs> I thought he would just fucking dominate and get like 20 and 15 and a couple blocks and like, but still play bad defense, but get those couple blocks, you know? I, I thought he would be good enough to to be here, but no, he's actually just Julius bad. Randall. He's really bad. See, I think you're way too high on Julius Randall. I think you're way too high on uh, Collins. I think you're way too high on Kevin Love, who are all like pretty much in sequence here for you, as I remember it. They're like very, very like, close. I, They're all pretty bad I on defense for being big men. I didn't. I really have almost no opinion on Kevin Love. I just put him in because I knew I had to. Yep. I have same. no strong feeling on Kevin Love one way or the other. He's it's just, very hard know, to have a Kevin Love. Kevin Love opinion. Um, but yeah, I think call, uh, Randall I is had at that high Mal- is too, too, too bad on defense. Next, for you? Yeah, next I had Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. For me, that the 57 and 56 slots go John Wall, Asterix, and then uh, Marvin Bagley. Uh, John Wall's not going to play this year, so we'll yeah, I know. Put him I, on that. See, I left guys who were going to be injured most of, if not all of the year, on the list anyway, just like for the sake of like the debate of slotting them in, and the I just put put an asterisk next to their name, just so like the viewer knows, like yeah, they're not going to play this year. They're hurt. There's something weird about this this slot. <laughs> so note. Uh, all right, so. a lot of my next few guys are really boring, so I think we can skim through them quickly. Yeah, so I had. What number are we on now? Uh, we're at fifty-five. So I had John Collins, then mm-hmm. I had Kevin Love, mm-hmm. then I had Bogan Vogdano- Bojan Vogdanovic, and then we have Jaron Jackson Jr., who I think is interesting. Which is what? Yeah, basically we f- we we pretty much flipped the stature of Mark Gasol and Jaron Jackson <laughs> in our list. Um, my fifty-five, Dude, fifty-four, you... fifty-three uh, goes CP3, Marcus Smart, Danilo Gallinari. <laughs> And then I have Mark Gasol yeah, at 52. Yeah, a little bit after. See, I just don't think that... I don't think that um, being a non-box... I think being a non-box score guy can only take you so far. See, that's where me and you have a polar opposite opinions. I think being a non-box score guy takes you further. <laughs> no. Just no. <laughs> All right, so um, like Draymond Green is not the twelfth best player. Never going to be viewed. <laughs> no, did you put him at twelve? <laughs> We've been over this Fucking time this... and time again. <laughs> is exactly did you really? <laughs> if you put him at twelve, I'm leaving this podcast right now. What the fuck? <laughs> we went over this. I mean, it would actually be a convenient time for you to leave this podcast right now, right around the halfway point, me? right around for you to go yeah, to your we movie. Might, <laughs> we might have to record a second half of this once I get back, if you can. Yeah, I'm <laughs> super down with that. That works way better than trying to fucking go through 50 We're names in eight minutes. We're running an hour with seven minutes on the clock. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll blitz through the, the next 30 
in like 15 minutes <laughs> when when you come back uh, from this break. Well, I don't, I don't have to end movie. right now. That was a joke. We can yeah. we can keep going. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's get as far as we can. <laughs> but what and number are we on now? Because I have no fucking clue. Um, so you named three players in a row, then I named three players in a row. You're three. I've honestly already forgotten, but <laughs> there was 55, 54, John Collins, 53. Kevin Love... And Jaron Jackson, or in Bogan, 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 one of the the fucking yeah, it was Bogan, not Bog. <laughs> it was Yah, not Bog. <laughs> um, yeah. So mine went. CP3, and then Jaron Jackson, Smart, so that was four. Gallo, Mark. Yeah. So me, me and you have Mark and Jaron both at fifty-two. Okay. Um, so at fifty-one, I have Karis Levert. I'm looking at this list. I put Trey Young way too low. That's for fucking sure. Yeah, I uh, I put Jamal Murray at fifty one. You probably think that's too low. Uh, but uh, I actually kind of think low on Jamal Murray, but once again, I succumbed to the pressure of <laughs> word <laughs> trying to nah. please people. No, nah, I feel uh, that. I put uh, Aaron Gordon, and then I had uh, Robert Covington. Mm, that's that's something I wanted to point out. We're very close on Covington. See, I had. Nurkic and Lou, then I had Capella, and then I had Covington. So who do you have after Covington? Uh, Lou. <laughs> huh, okay, so you got Lou over Covington. I got Covington over Lou and Capella. <laughs> um, I would definitely take Covington over Lou and Capella still. To this wait, day. wait, wait, wait. Fuck. I skipped Trey. I skipped Trey. Oh, okay. It's Gordon, then Trey, and then Lou and uh, Covington. I would put definitely put Trey over both of those guys. Gotcha. Trey's been gotcha. absurd. Okay. So you got Lou at 47, Trey at 46. I got Adams at 45. I got Drummond at 46. I wish I could swip those, flip those two at least. If I could make one change, that would be it. Flipping Adams and Drummond, because that is stupid. I thought Adams would start getting hella rebounds without Russ, and he didn't. And I feel dumb. I love when I get a notification... And like I, I love when I get an email that says Rusty Buckets uploaded a video. Like, really, I did. I had no <laughs> fucking idea. <laughs> I didn't know you subscribed to uh, yourself. Hell yeah, you got to bump those numbers. <laughs> uh, I only have fifty-seven thousand and three hundred and thirty-two. I need to make, get that up to thirty fifty-seven thousand three hundred thirty-three. All right, Flex. I guess I guess I'll uh, subscribe on my my burner accounts for. <laughs> for you, yeah, if that's, you. that's how you numbers. want to pump the numbers. Numbers, numbers are the only validation to my fucking life. I need the numbers. See, I just believe in not trying to hack the algorithm like that because the algorithm is meant to like reflect reality. And so, if like it's coded to uh, disincentivize uh, promoting videos that are from creators who have lots of subscribers but don't get lots of views, then having a subscriber who doesn't give a shit like a burner account of mine <laughs> or like your second account might do more harm than good. So I, it's just, it's always hard but, to tell. But, but my ego, Rudy, ah, the ego It's always the ego. That is the problem. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, Gallinari is my next guy. I gotcha. Who's he ahead of again? I'm sorry. I'm just trying to make sure. Gallinari? Yeah. I, who is Gallinari ahead of? I just want to make sure I'm following the order correctly. Uh, Lou Williams, Robert Covington, and Trey Young. Gotcha, gotcha. So I definitely think I should have put Lou Will over to Gallinari. Mm, eh, I don't nah. think it's that big of a difference. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty negligible. I put Lou over Gallo, but it's only four slots. I could totally That's have my talked myself word. in. <laughs> I use the word negligible so much. Oh yeah, it's solid. <laughs> it's solid. All right, so good word to make me smell my own farts. Uh. Next, I have Buddy Healed. We're, we're pretty close Murray. on Buddy. All right, we're pretty close on Buddy. And, like, I could not for the life of me decide on Jamal Murray versus Buddy Healed. I mm-hmm. think if I could go back, I would put Buddy Healed over Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. But that's why they're right next to each other because I'm like, I cannot fucking decide this. I, can't. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I remember a better, you saying that in the video. A more versatile. Murray's a more versatile scorer, but uh, Buddy Heald is a way better shooter, and I think overall as a second option, Buddy Heald works better. And I think if you put Buddy Heald on the Nuggets over Jamal, 
the Nuggets would be better for it because Heald is a much better shooter. What's mm-hmm. weird is Jamal Murray came into the league advertised as a shooter, but he really hasn't been more than like a little bit above average. Right, right. And, like, he's, he's really not more like a... more than like five or six threes a game. Last yeah. year, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure Buddy shot like nine or ten threes a game. So yeah, it was something <laughs> stupid levels. like that. It was like crazy high percentage, yeah, just like, like a step type number. Like he's he's basically yeah. Steph without the hype. Like he, I love Buddy Heald. I'm pretty Buddy sure Heald's he shot three nine threes. In. I'm pretty sure he shot nine threes and shot forty four percent. Like I've said, uh, he's the he's the third best shooter in the league, and the first two are the Splash Brothers. Like <laughs> yeah. that's pretty good company to be with. Absolutely. Yeah, it was it was forty three percent on eight attempts. So yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I got Buddy all this the way year, up to forty two. This year he's shooting ten, but it's only on thirty six percent. You yeah. know, peasant only shooting <laughs> round up to thirty seven percent on ten attempts. Oh no, NBA bitch. average. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but on ten attempts, it's mm-hmm. better than average. <laughs> right. I I, I I wish people would consider the context of attempts more often. People don't consider context enough often because honestly, I don't think people watch games enough often. Or often enough, excuse me. Yeah, but like, um, there was just, a while ago on Twitter where I saw someone try to say that, uh, what's his name? Fucking Patrick Beverly is as good of a shooter as JJ Redick because last year they shot the same percentage. But I'm like, yeah, that no. makes me want to vomit. <laughs> like, like, consider the context of the old. difficulty. Consider the context of the difficulty of those shots, the context of the attempts, the context of teams respecting JJ Redick's shot way more. <laughs> yeah that's fucking absurd the context of the fact that JJ Redick practically runs 15 miles a game around screens to get open and, PJ, er, and Pat, Patrick just gets open sometimes <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not even comparable Patrick is just left open sometimes <laughs> no yeah, one's leaving much. open JJ um, so yeah I'm, uh, I'm not really going to worry about the numbers until we get all the way up to 31 just because I know that's when on your screen it's it's a part three is I think thirty one through uh, one, so yeah, it'll be easy next, for you to be like, okay, here we are. Vucevic. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's one where we strongly disagree because uh, you're like, oh, Vucevic's probably gonna decline. I actually, I yeah, I don't know. I feel like that was another one where I didn't feel great about where I put him, but like I had to put him somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not. I didn't really. I, about I didn't really believe in last season at all. Like he's yeah. a, he's a guy who should be like a good six man. That's what he's who Ennis Cantor should be. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. But, that there's the heart of it. Yeah. Plus he also got fucking yeah. shut down by Mark. Like I don't think he'll ever be the same player after that series. He was he was fucking traumatized. That was that was nuts. But assuming that's just oh, Mark man. being really good on defense, you are the human version of Mark. You are the human version of Marcus burner account. Like what the fuck? Yeah, dude, Mark is awesome. <laughs> Mark is awesome, and like. I, I know people who like Marcus Gasol even more than me who don't think he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, but I do. I'm, I feel so Remember good about Marc Gasol being in the Hall of Fame. you said earlier you didn't want to be a homer with the Memphis Grizzlies. Like I said, I have to overcorrect. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So, um, so my list went Drummond's, Adams, Levine, Booker, Buddy, oh Miles, God, I'm punch Trey. You. Dude, it... <laughs> Is Levine. Levine. Yeah, I know. I deserve a punch. You said it's that last not time. <laughs> Levine, you fuck. Sorry, I just see the capitalized V and I'm like, Vine, the app. <laughs> yeah. So I next have Miles Turner and Zach Levine <laughs> after him. See, I, I got a. I put I got him Miles. over Jamal and Buddy Healed. Yeah. Which some got, people didn't like. I got Buddy over Booker and Levine. But Miles over Buddy, but Trey over Miles. <laughs> my logic, my logic on putting Levine over Buddy and uh, Jamal is: I think he's the best of both worlds, where he is easily the best natural scorer of the three, mm-hmm. and he's a better shooter than Jamal Murray, but only marginally. But he's a more natural scorer than him and Buddy Heald. So like it's like you get a little bit of both. Yeah, I feel that, that for one. sure. See, I have, I have a similar sort of like quirky rationale for for this little difference here, and between my forty and thirty nine spots, 
Uh, I have Trey Young at 40, but Donovan Mitchell at 39. And my assumption was that Trey Young uh, wouldn't maintain the crazy level of insane hotness that he had uh, in the last That's 20 games funny. of last year. That's and funny. And I also thought he I, was the worst defender in the league, and Donovan Mitchell's a pretty good defender, so that, and he might improve, so it might balance out. No one out. will be the worst defender in the league until Isaiah Thomas retires. But <laughs> uh, I, I thought... Uh, What's funny is I thought the hot shooting would continue, and uh, I put him way lower than you did. <laughs> interesting, interesting. I guess I just value yeah, that, I that skill of like taking crazy long threes. Yeah, so we will uh, resume the top 40 uh, when we return Wait, from this fuck? quick Wait, break. Wait, one second, one second. Live reaction to a trade. Oh, 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 hell yeah. The first trade of the season live. Oh, God. Yeah. Jordan Clarkson... Jordan Clarkson to Utah for Dante Exum. Just posted a trades oh! video, and both of those guys were mentioned. So oh, no. that ruins that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's, oh, no. <laughs> Why? Oh, God. I just, I feel bad for you, first off, but also I feel bad for um, for Dante Exum going to fucking Cleveland. <laughs> he was in a winning team, and now he's in a losing Exum team. Dante is trash, so. I still believe he could yeah. be good someday, but yeah, he is not proven to be good yet. However, Jordan Clarkson can fucking shoot. I love seeing him shoot. He shot the lights out against the Grizzlies. He fucking killed us. <laughs> he, he crushed the Grizzlies. I think that's a great pickup for the Jazz to get a little bit of offense off the bench, especially for the price of Dante Exum. Yes. Huge pickup for them. For sure. Pretty good win for the Cavs. I like that trade all the way around. I feel bad for Dante Exum, though. God. I don't know what... There's a few people having like visceral reactions to it from both sides. I, I don't understand saying, why. What it's are a the win-win. Cavs doing? And why the hell would the Jazz do that? I'm like, two second round picks is good. Uh, two again, uh, uh, getting Jordan Clarkson is good for fucking Utah. So yeah, man, they need more scoring off the bench. Now they have three guards that, that can score and a couple forwards that can score. Like they're loaded, low key. Like Utah is really All good. Right, now I'm going to go watch the Bulls game on my phone during Rise of Skywalker because I don't care. Oh, ah, I see coming you're a bigger from NBA someone fan. who is a last coming from someone who is a last Jedi apologist, I'm not expecting that movie to be good. Uh I'm not setting any expectations for it. I just I like my Star Wars for it being Star Wars. <laughs> it's just, I think it's fascinating on its own, good or bad. I like the prequels more than the originals because I grew up with them. Oh Even though the originals God. are probably better films, okay, quote unquote, that's objectively. The that's the worst take of this podcast. All right, we're I'm I'm out. I don't even want right. to do a part two. You just said you like prequels. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> All right, so we will resume that recording with Rusty shortly.